Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. about the temple itself he wasn't talking about like you know the whole temple compound he was talking about the temple the temple itself I don't think it's possible for us to fully appreciate everything that's going on in this little exchange because it's not totally possible for us to get into the heads of these you know Jewish disciples 2,000 years ago In today's message, Pastor Robert will share with you about the Temple of God from the Old Testament. It was arguably one of the most beautiful buildings ever created. It was made with marble, gold and other beautiful materials, all to reflect the beauty, glory and splendor of the God of the Bible. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 24 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We're continuing in the book of Matthew. Today we're in chapter 24. Now, if you remember, just quick, bringing up the speed, uh, Jesus entered the, the, the city of Jerusalem on Sunday. It's often referred to as, as Palm Sunday, the triumphant, in, in, or triumphal entry, and um, because you know he was leaving Jericho, which is the city of palms, and so people, as he's entering the city of Jerusalem on Sunday, they're laying palm branches in front of him, and you know, it just seems like everybody's welcoming him, but that's because they didn't understand what he was, you know, they, they, they thought he was about to come and, and kick the Romans out, and they were all excited about that, and when he didn't do it, they were like, well, crucify him then. So everything changed in a couple of days. But on Sunday, he comes into the city, and he doesn't stay. He just basically, it's kind of like sticks his head in the door, and, and then he goes out of Jerusalem and over to, to, to Bethany, which was on or near the Mount of Olives, very nearby. Then on Monday, he comes back, comes back to the temple, clears the temple. He kicks out all the money changers. He clears out all of the vendors and, 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 and all of that. And that's basically what happens on Monday. And then again, he sleeps. He actually spends the night in Bethany. And on Tuesday, he comes back and he's teaching in the temple courts on Tuesday. Now, it's, it's, it's hard to appreciate that, and we'll talk about it more in just a minute. They built a model of the old city, the city of David, and, and old Jerusalem, and the, the Temple Mount, and up in the right-hand corner is the Roman fortress that, that was named, you know, they called it the Antonia, where, you know, it's believed that 
um, Jesus was taken. That's where he was beaten, where he was scourged there in the praetorium, which was in the, um, in the Antonia Fortress. And there in the middle, you can see that the actual temple itself and the temple compound. And over to the left would be the, the, the western wall, which was not actually a wall of the temple. It was a wall of the, the temple compound. And all of this was built, you know, up on top of Mount Moriah. But the, Matthew tells us that, you know, as Jesus and the disciples, at the end of the day on Tuesday, he's teaching, he's had all these confrontations with the scribes and the Pharisees and all these people, right? And, and so he's, they're leaving the temple complex and, and the disciples who remember are from Galilee, they, it's not like they spent that much time in Jerusalem and they were just kind of in awe. They were overwhelmed and, and awed by the breathtaking size and beauty of the temple. And so Matthew 24 verse one says, Jesus, then Jesus went out and departed from the temple and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. And the, the idea being like, you know, Jesus, look at this. And Jesus said to them, do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, he was talking about the temple itself. He wasn't talking about like, you know, the whole temple compound. He was talking about the temple, the temple itself. I don't think it's possible for us to fully appreciate everything that's going on in this little exchange because it's not totally possible for us to get into the heads of these, you know, Jewish disciples 2,000 years ago to really understand how they saw this temple. But to, to put things in a little bit of perspective, you know, we're looking at this little tiny model, the, the temple compound area, the, the larger courtyard, encompassed 1,200 yards, 1,200 meters, okay? The temple itself, the little building, it looks like this little building in the middle, but it was 15 stories high. It wasn't yet finished. It was another 30 years, give or take, or a few more than 30 years after this that it was actually finished. Once it was finished, the outside of the temple itself was marble, this, this bright white marble. And, and the face of the temple was, was so plated, so gilded in gold that, that the historian, the Jewish historian Josephus said it was blinding to look at. As the sun rose over the Mount of Olives and hit the face of that temple, you, you'd have to look away. That it was just, you know, it was, it was this morning, you know, I flew in this morning. I had to be at a board meeting yesterday in Orlando. So, you know, I didn't want to miss today, so, so I, you know, early, early morning flight, and, and man, I'm coming out of the airport and coming across the causeway right into the, 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 the morning sun. You guys know what I, if you've ever done that, you know what I'm talking about. Can't see a thing. Actually, when I was trying to back out of the parking place inside the parking garage, I couldn't see the cars behind me because the sun was so bright, it was coming straight into the, the mirror. Josephus said you couldn't stand to look at the temple, because the gold, you know, was so polished and reflecting that, that morning sun. And he said that if you were off in the distance looking at the backside of the temple, that it looked like a snow-capped mountain because of that bright white on top of Mount Moriah, on top of, you know, the, 
the, the temple compound. The thing was huge. But not only that, these Jewish men, you know, we talk about Every so often I'll see some pastor, usually is who it is, posting on Facebook, you know, the passage that talks about it's good to be in the house of the Lord, good to go, you know, to the house of the Lord. And, and we use that terminology today, like this is the Lord's house, and it is. But do you understand, in their day, there was only one. There was only one. There was the temple. And God said, I'm going to live there. That will be my dwelling place on earth. It wasn't like a figurative kind of a statement, the way we use it sort of with church buildings, right? God had promised that he would dwell in that place. He calls Jerusalem his city. He calls Israel his land. And then Jesus says, yeah, but it's, it's, it's coming down. This is, it's about to be destroyed, I, I think they were probably somewhat dumbstruck. You know, it's like, well, what, what do you say to that? I mean, the building is absolutely breathtaking in its beauty. It's huge. It's, it's taken so long. I mean, it just seems like it, it just, it seemed, I'm sure it seemed indestructible. And not only that, why would God let somebody tear his house down? And so you've got all these things going on in their minds, I'm sure, but, but then just 40 years later, roughly seven years after it was finally completed, it happened just like Jesus said that it would. That little building, actually it was huge, was totally destroyed. Because of all the gold, the, the historian, you know, again, Josephus, I think he is talking about it, says, you know, they, they, it was melting, it was running. They, 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 they wanted all the gold. There was not one stone left upon another of the temple. You go there today, and part of the outside walls are still there. You know, there's part of that that's still in place, but not the temple, not the temple itself. But not only that, the nation was left desolate. The Jewish people were scattered all across the planet for the next 2,000 years. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry, and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives, and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.